Hello and welcome to episode four of the High Level Play podcast or the the Playcast, if you like. I am Deco Forty Nine. Today is the twenty sixth of July two thousand eleven, and we're going to record our podcast. I've got with me today, Kirkus Manokas, as usual, the man from the circus, the man from the carnival, barely so. And what we're going to do, Kirk, is we are going to try and record this in a way which is completely unlike what happened on Sunday morning. Right, without no drunk. Yeah, I stumbled through the introduction like a like a husband in a lingerie shop trying to find his wife something nice for her fucking birthday. Um, we won't be doing that again. Okay. Um, how are you? How, how have things been? Not too bad, mate. I've had a quiet quiet week of uh, gaming. Like, I haven't been playing much new apart from Call of Juarez. Which, Call of uh, Juicy. Call Juarez, which cool. we, I don't think we'll get into, but Juan. there you go. We, we, we can mention that you've played it, and then perhaps we can, uh, and then perhaps we can never mention it again. How does that I, sound? That, that sounds good to me, mate. Definitely. Okay. I've had the week off work. Um, been doing a little bit of gaming actually. F- uh, cleared up a couple of bits and pieces. Taking care of some other chores as well. So um, yeah, I've, I've been okay. Something <laughs> of a PSA now, my friends, Manurka. So a public service announcement for the people. Um, we, I plan to have quite a significant and lengthy email section. However, there has been one flaw in that particular plan. Can you guess what it is? Nope. We haven't got any fucking emails. Come on, people. Get your fingers out. Get typing. Highlevelplay at gmail.com. Send us some emails. Tell you what, first one gets a prize. Kirk, you you own your own house, don't you? No, they can have a copy of uh, Deadly Premonition. <laughs> have a copy of Deadly Premonition with uh, spit stains in it and door <laughs> marks being rubbed on the arse of a great thing. <laughs> so people out there, come on, you're listening. I can see the download numbers. So I know there's some people listening. Hit us up. Send us some links to some interesting stuff around the internet, some interesting gamer-related stuff. And let's, let's make a nice segment out of it. Thoughts uh, so Sorry, mate, go on. Go on, no, you go. I was just saying, if anyone's got anything to, to add to our podcast, just go ahead and give us maybe any advice or anything you think we should be including in it. I will be accepting no advice whatsoever, how I ever accepting cash donations. <laughs> okay, you, you can make those PayPal checks out to uh, Deca49 and I'll happily receive those. That sounds when, good. When Kirk figures out his, um, his PayPal account, then you can get them to him as well. How does that sound, Kirk? What is PayPal? <laughs> joke, Papali. joke, joke. W- 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 full stop. Papali, <laughs> full stop. Home. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Let's let's just get on cool. with the news. See you in a second.
Hello, welcome back. We've got our, our news section here. Our first piece of news is one that's close to my heart, at least, certainly being a fan of um, horror films throughout the 80s. And that is Freddy Krueger, the man with the claw hands, has actually turned up in Mortal Kombat as a DLC character, which I think is just a bit crazy. What do you think, Kirk? I think that's awesome, man. One of the uh, most gruesome characters in the 80s horror films. It's it's so out of left field though, like yeah. you know, although having having had a look at the at the trailer, it does it works okay. It looks pretty it looks pretty sweet. It makes sense, though, doesn't it? I mean, the guy he's got his own weapons, doesn't need to bring anything out of sword or anything. He's got them there ready to slice one to bits. And they've uh, they've come up with all these little trademark little moves there, like you know, is the kind of jaws claw coming out the floor and bits and pieces like that. I think there's one move where he uh, he tells someone to shush just before he. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Stabs him to bits of his claws. Yes, yeah, I'm going to check it out at some point. I'm going to wait until it comes down in, in price a little bit, actually, first, and then we'll have a look at it. Sounds good, man. Can you think of any other characters from the 80s which you'd think would be cool on Well, th- This is the interesting thing about the internet, isn't it? I've had a, I had a poke around at a few sites, a few no- news stories and stuff like that, and it looks like you know all, all the game outlets now are, are running their sort of best five 80s horror characters. So you're getting, you know. Jason Voorhees and 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 the like, or all of those guys. Chucky the doll, can you imagine that in Mortal Kombat? I can't imagine that actually. How how would that work? I don't know. I'm it would trying just to think. Bite you on your kneecaps, something Possibly, like that. Possibly, yeah. It'll just stab you in the knee or something. Yeah. I'd still like to see it. They got Yoda in Soul Calibur, so there's no true. reason that you can't get Chucky in. That's what that was. Yeah, true. That's his small character. One, he had to jump to hit you in the face. He had to jump all the time like a little pretzel. Sounds good. Okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll be checking that out at some point. Definitely. From uh, one grisly piece of news to another, Kirk, why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the situation in Australia at the moment? Well, apparently they're um, going to make it not as strict, because like, the Australian laws over there are notorious for being, well, watering games down. They did it with lots of games, Left 4 Dead, uh, Grand Theft Auto. I think they even banned Mortal Kombat over there. So yeah, apparently that... they're, Go they're, gonna, they're just going to try and relax it a bit. It sounds just it like is. them. I think at the moment what they have is they've, they've only got a classification si- system for video games that goes up to the age of 15. Mm. So technically, if, if a game ranks at something over 15, they're not actually allowed to sell it in the current system. Yeah. And they're, they're proposing a new system, aren't they? Because when I was over there, you had uh, M ratings for obviously 18 plus games over there, but they never really had um, Peg. What do we have here, Peggy? Yeah, we've got Peggy over here. I think uh, our, our uh, certification, we, we we look after ourselves in the right. UK. Um, we we developed our own one. Get you. Which works, which works fairly well. Yeah, it does definitely. But it's good news for the Australian gamers, definitely, because they won't be missing out. Because they've missed out quite a bit. For yeah, they've, like... they've had to add quite a lot of stuff chopped up, haven't they? And it's, it's, they a bit, it's a bit crap, really. And the yeah. games are actually more expensive out there, but that's probably an entirely different story altogether. Oh, man, I can tell you firsthand when I was there, the, the prices of games there, and even the second-hand games, I feel so sorry for the guys over there, man. Oh, it's horrible. Um, what have they got? they got the Australian dollar, don't they? They do indeed. And uh, like everything else over there, everything's just absolutely expensive but um 
Did you yeah. check out any game shops when while you? Were I, I did actually. Yeah, I went. That, that's what sort of like that's why I'm saying. I, I went to a, like a like a game over there. I can't remember what it was called, but it was um, even the second hand pre pre owned games. They were they were going for like thirty five quid. Oh, that's that's and that's that's what that's for for like old games. Do you know what I mean? Like Soul Calibur or Tekken. That's cr- were, that's honestly, crazy talk, mate. I don't crazy. know what's going on there. But um, they, def- they definitely love the games over there. Definitely. Well, it's good news all round, actually. About time they came back into like the 21st century. Do you know what I mean? Because I seem to remember them doing the same over here with Mortal. Remember when Mortal Kombat 3 came out? Did they cut it? I don't remember them doing that. They tr- they tried banning it. Oh, okay, yeah. They yeah, there's been there's it. been a couple of instances of that. I don't know. They try and buy yeah. ban everything. And there's been a few commercials and ads and things that that's banned over the years, but. Yeah, it's, it's good news all around that, like you say. So who who were you who were you staying with when you were over there? I, I went over uh, just the beginning of this year for two months. I stayed with my my cousin over in Australia, and um, I should have been um, spending a lot more time in the sun. But luckily for me, my cousin Sam he had the uh, the Xbox on the PS3, so oh, I was I was uh, spoiled for choice. Spoiled for choice, man. I had Uncharted on one. And I had my gears on the other, so I was laughing. It was oh. probably yeah. flicking between the two. Flicking between the two, and I should have been on the beach, but never mind. If you're anything like me, Kirk, more than about ten minutes of the sun, and you go red and start peeling. Definitely, so. definitely, mate. That's all for the best. That's it, definitely. All right, well, well do you want to give your give your give your relative a little shout? Yeah, this is going out to Sam. Hope he's listening, man. Sam, uh, make sure you're listening. And Sam, your yeah, 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 get get your mates involved as well, man. <laughs> like the first time you said that, Kirk. Yeah, well, you know, we we'll have that conversation another time, perhaps. Oh, anything else you want to say about the Australian classification system? Congratulations, uh, Australians, I guess. Yeah, that's just good news, that is, man. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, it's, it's it's overdue. You know, it's about time. Uh, there's a couple of countries who are still who are still a little bit peculiar. You know, Germany and, and there's some other European countries as well. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. I, generally speaking, I I don't think I don't think anything should be outright censored artistically unless it's extremely exploitive. But then on the flip side, you know, you've got you've got you know tragedies which happen, like which is the one which happened quite recently, and and video games are always kind of pulled into the mix do you know what i mean and we got the age-old question does violent video games make people become violent in real life yeah something we've probably just discussed in the future maybe i don't know yeah we, we can touch upon that i mean I, I do have some i do have some strong some strong views about it although i can kind of see where people are coming from but maybe maybe we'll discuss that next week possibly yeah we'll Should do we that, put that on the agenda yeah Okay, so well done, Australia. You you join us. You're joining us. I I look forward to seeing you on YouTube. Definitely cruising past my channel. I think. I don't think so. <laughs> Ninety nine subscribers now, mate. Who's gonna? Who's Sounds gonna, good to me, mate. Sounds good. We're, we're building them up weekly. Exactly. Very weekly. All right. <laughs> One week. But this, time, this time in twenty years, we'll we'll be sorted, mate. We'll be completely sorted. Definitely, mate. Definitely. All right, so we're, we're all done with Australia. I think so. All right, cool. So the Australians will probably be quite pleased to hear that the Resident Evil 4 HD remake, which is going to come out, will hit their shores, hopefully, completely uncut. Um, you played the Resident Evil 4 originally, didn't you, Kirk? And Code Veronica, actually. 
I played Code Veronica on the Dreamcast, and I played the uh, Resident Evil 4, which was an epic game on the GameCube. So both of those titles are going to get their HD skins, the HD remakes, as it were, and then they're going to be dropped in the US in September, and probably September, October in the UK. Excited? I am quite excited, definitely. I mean, I love the first first two, and uh, it'll be cool. Can't wait for it. it will, think, do you reckon it'll be a... Was it 1,200 gamer points for that, or 800? I don't know. Each? I'm just looking at the story here, which is um, which is on joystick.com. So thank you, joystick. And it's not entirely clear. Um, it's going to be. I'm. I'm. I. Do you know what? I'm not. I'm not entirely. I'm not entirely overblown by this. By this. This whole thing. Actually, I. I found, through looking at a couple of. XBLA games, which do get the high, you know, the high, defi- high definition treatment, yeah. they polish up a little bit, but they still, they still don't look great. Do you know what I mean? They improve the textures, but you know, you can you can polish a turd as much as you want. It still looks like a turd. Yeah, just a little bit, saying, like... just a, just a little bit shinier. Um, it looks like they'll both they'll so it'll be retail. Both titles will be available at your local brick and mortar and on Xbox Live. Games on demand and, and the equivalent on PlayStation as well. So, so it'll be like twenty odd quid, won't it? Yeah, and I'm not entirely sure. Will both of them be on the same disc? Do you think? I th- probably should. I should have thought so. Like, so if if they are like old games, they should be able to fit on one disc, surely. Yeah, I mean, they have, they have a HD makeup, like, but mm, I can't imagine that would increase the size of the games too much if you're going to be able to download them. No. So, what so, did you think of the original titles? Did you like? Them? I I I thought Resident Evil Four had had some brilliant brilliant moments in it. Um, most notably the one where the cabin out in the woods gets stormed by the zombies. Oh, brilliant that was. But you know, I didn't I didn't think it was as good as people said it was, and maybe I just didn't have the appreciation for the game that I needed to have because. Well, the skills. Fuck you. <laughs> I've always I've always struggled with the Resident Evil control system. And obviously, Resident Evil 4 is is a lot tighter, but it's still it's still a little bit it's still a little bit clumsy for me. Do you know what I mean? But if you think though, the Resident Evil 4, the, the camera over the shoulder, more or less revolutionised third person shooters. Oh, it did for sure. It did for most, sure. Most games are using that that scenario now, aren't they? Definitely. Most of them are, and um, to great effect. You know, Gears is doing it. We just we just talked about Shadows of the Dam last week, which was oh, obviously. That was just- Carbon copy, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Well, of did, Resident Evil 4. One of one of the main di- dudes who did Resident Evil Four was actually on that project, so he he must have literally just just pulled that stuff across. Definitely. Um. Well, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll let you have a play of it, and then you can tell me what you think. I'm not Definitely. I'm not completely I'm not completely set on this, so I think. Mind I might... you, I, the first probably my favourite Resident Evils was the first one. I loved that to death. I. Uh, couldn't wait for it to come out. When it first came out, it was just something totally new and fresh, and um, I just, that's what I was just hoping for, you know, to make a new new title like Resident Evil Six or something. Yeah, well, they've, they've, there's speculation that Resident Evil Six is going to be announced at some point in the near future. So, but there's like another there's, there's another one as well coming out. What's it called? Is it um, based on the, the first the, two, isn't it? They've got the Mercenaries, haven't they? Resident that's Evil right. Mercenaries, which I think is supposed to be a four-player co-op. So. Uh, similar to Left 4 Dead, perhaps, in a sense yeah. that there's four people running around sort of blasting zombies, if you like. So Sounds cool. Yeah, it should we'll be okay. That blast. Yeah, I've, I kind of lost my way with Resident Evil, so I will let you give me the full lowdown on all the brain-eating. Definitely, mate. I Definitely. know you are a bit of aficionado for eating brains, my man. Nutritious and delicious. Nutritious and delicious. Can't beat it. 
<laughs> Alright, well that's, uh, that's Resident Evil. That will be with us shortly in September and, and Kirk will give it a play and let you know what he thinks. I'll tell you what, all, all I can. Alright, since we're talking about finances, Kirk, I would like to call to your attention an interesting little story that I stumbled across on VG247.com. Thank you, VG247.com. And it's a proclamation, an assertion that has been made by EA Sports Senior Vice President Andrew Wilson. And Andrew Wilson is of the opinion that there will be a time somewhere at some point in the future, he says somewhat mystically, where subscriptions are introduced. How do you feel about that as an idea, Kirk? We more or less brushed on this topic last week, didn't we? We did. This is a little bit of a continuation on a on a, a you play passport story from Definitely. last week, I think. Looks like you might be right again, because if, like he's saying, if music and video and movies and everything else are doing the same thing, I think the games might be going down the same path, like uh, Microsoft announced as well. Yeah, I think, you know, I'll, I'll read out some of the text here because it's actually quite amusing. Um, but just, just giving you an idea of how I feel about it, basically. I think, you know, EA Sports is probably slightly different in terms of subscriptions to, to most other projects out there. Apart from maybe things like, like you know, Call of Duty and, and Bungie, which have, you know, around the game, they have this massive infrastructure. And EA Sports games are kind of the same, but they're a little bit different in the sense that all the EA franchises kind of refresh once a year. That's right, so, yeah. You know, you have Madden 11, Madden 12, Madden 13, Madden 14. FIFA. And, exactly, FIFA, the same thing. And, you know, I don't, I'm don't. i not really a sports game fan, but, you know, I, I don't mind having a dabble now and then. And what I find interesting is what EA have started doing is they've started forcing us as consumers into buying the next year's edition by turning off the online for the old one after a certain amount of time because you know i'm you know i i'm a man who likes saving money so i'd be quite happy playing you know let's say fifa 2009 yeah. for two two years two or three years see see that's that's bullshit because like my brother he's a big fan of fifa and for instance he preferred 2011's version to 2000 this the last one sorry and if that if that's the case, where they're going to cut off the, the server after a certain period of time, just so that you have to buy the next copy, I think that's quite uh, quite bad, really. Mm. Well, that's what they're doing at the moment. But this, you know, what he's suggesting in this story is, is something a little bit different, I guess. He's he's saying that potentially, you know, you're not even, you know, if we all right, let me read some of this and I'll, I'll speculate on what on what I think it is. So this this is a quote from the senior vice president Andrew Wilson. If we look at what consumers have pushed other industries for, if we look at what consumers forced the music industry to provide, if we look at what consumers have driven as a result of television and movie subscription, if you look at us, he says, somewhat laboringly, there's absolutely a time somewhere at some point in the future, once again, very, very vague, where the consumers say, hey, hey, EA, this is how we want to interact with you. We want to give you a monthly or annual subscription and we want access to everything you make. So Mr. Wilson there has quite an interesting opinion on what his consumers want from him. They get to drive the time and place for it. And a lot of it is technology dependent, but absolutely we can see a future where that might be the way to deliver games. 
Wilson said the latest addition to the EAS brand, a new studio in Oxen. Oxen? You don't Austin. have studios in Oxen because they are a type of animal which pull plows. <laughs> Austin, however, is a place, and it's in Texas where the cowboys live. Um, a brand new studio in Austin, Texas, will help to bring reality that vision, adding that one of the things we're driving is EA Sports as a service. That last quote there was from, from Emperor Bowie. Um, he added, it's less about the generation and more about the internet infrastructure. <laughs> so as soon as he's finished building the next Death Star, he's going to sort the internet out. What do you think? I think it's uh, a bit silly, mate. Really? I think, yeah. I think it's asking people to subscribe is just another way of getting more money from us, even though we're paying enough for the games. Like, but mm-hmm. it's just a way of just getting us on, on a on a leash, isn't it? Making sure we can't stray, if you like. Well, you know, I think what they're doing, Kirk, is they're uh, they're looking to the right, just past the pole where. Um, Apple's dancing so lusciously, and they can see they can see the world of Warcraft, and yeah, ha- like so. they can't spend money quick enough. That's you know they're making it so you know so quickly they can't actually spend the money quick enough, and there's you know they they're selling they're selling in-game items like things like mounts, something you can you can climb on to fly for like fifty dollars at fifty dollars a piece, sometimes even more than that. So <laughs> there is there is money to be made there. And I think, I think we will be heading this direction. Possibly, um, mate. Not sure that I'm happy with it, but you know, time will tell. If if the if the product is packaged in a way that makes sense, then people will go for it. I think so, but there yeah. has to be uh, quality. See, I couldn't really give a shit about EA Sports to be honest. Well, like, but look, answer me this question: what, what if someone tried to do this to Gears of War Four, Kirk? And then I wouldn't be too pleased. Mind you, I probably. W- would still go and subscribe, <laughs> even though I wouldn't be pleased about it. I probably would because I'd you have... never know. You might, you know, you might be pleasantly surprised. They might, they might invest that money in in putting new content on there all the time. Possibly, which will be quite difficult for you because it takes you about a year to learn each map to start with. What if they were putting a map on there every three months? You'd be fucked. Okay, Mister Kill to Death Ratio. I am. I am. I'm two dog. Remember that. I'm too deep. Too deep. Yeah. Yeah. Too deep. My my too... KD. There's not even mathematical numbers which can articulate my KD. Not even the shapes from Geometry Wars or Child of Eden could communicate to you how crazy my K- my KD is, my kill death ratio. If you if you want, you can t- you can call me two KD, two K dog. I-, I call you killer dog. Killer dog. That killer sounds dog. like okay. Yeah. Up. And I you have you to should... you have to spell dog D A W G dog. Okay, two D. Dog. 2D dog. 2KD. 2KD. Sounds good to me, mate. Sounds good to me? Sounds good. You're rhyming. You're rhyming. (laughs) Alright, I think we've beat that story. Well, I don't think we've beat it into the ground, but I think... I think once the Emperor came into play, it kind of went off the rails. Emperor Bow. (laughs) Fresh off his... uh, Fresh off his new tour. promoting Promoting his new albums. You Wanna Be a Stormtrooper. That's his new album. Um... (laughs) Taking it to all the worlds where young, impressionable men want to fight for their country. (laughs) With that said, let's move on to our next story. All right, and from one segment that went completely off the rails there to another, 
Neil Berger hits restart on the Uncharted film. Now, Kirk, were you aware that they were planning to make a film of, of the Uncharted game of Nathan Drake? To be perfectly honest with you, mate, I wasn't. I heard that they were going to make Halo, but that fell through. and That's the first I've heard about Uncharted. Okay, I think, I think you were probably in a position where ignorance was bliss there because from what we had heard about the the project which has just been scrapped and rebooted now we were actually becoming quite alarmed um if you if you had to cast who who do you think could do nathan drake nathan drake yeah who do you think would be a good actor i mean considering you know he's charismatic he's uh he's he's witty he's quippy would, would, you know, would anyone jump out at you as someone who could... Who could I reckon that Farrell fella, that Colin Farrell, that Irish fella. Yeah, Colin Farrell, he wouldn't be bad if he could uh, if he could keep that Irish accent of his in check. <laughs> keep it away. Which he doesn't seem to be able to do, actually. I just watched um, the Imaginarium of Dr. Panassus and he, he couldn't keep it under control. Couldn't he? <laughs> uh, it, kept, it kept slipping out around the edges. It must be difficult, though. It must be. It must be. You'd think, though, with voice coaching and, and four million you know four to ten million in in wages you'd be able to get that sorted but you know i'm not going to cast any more uh you know any uh bad light on the man so yeah colin Farrell could probably do it any, any anyone else god i think george clooney's maybe a bit too old i think so yeah christian bale and any any leeway there doesn't seem like an action guy though and you know did batman he doesn't yeah. seem like a guy like an indiana jones figure yeah. does he um like harrison ford was yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's just flip it on its head. Who, who do you think would be would not be would not be good for the role? Um, Anyone jump out at you? I've I've got a few. Keanu Reeves is uh, top of my list for people who wouldn't be good for it. Yeah. Just thinking about people who are c- the complete opposite of all of the uh, all of the attributes and traits that that Nathan Drake has as a character. Oh, I can't think. Shall I, shall I put you out of your misery? Yeah, put me out of my misery, I'll mate. put you out of your misery and tell you who they cast. As Nathan Drake, mind. Go on. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> 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 uh, Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Sounds... Marky Mark is Nathan Drake. Fair dues. No, I don't, I don't like that. And I'm, 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 I'm actually pretty pleased that they... Um, I'm pretty pleased that they, they've, they've scrapped the project in that, in that current format. It was it was going to be directed by a, a guy called David O. Russell, and he he turned the internet upside down when he said, "Yeah, do you know what? Drake is he's kind of cool by himself, but wouldn't it be better if he had his wife and kids with him?" And it was it was a story about a family of art thieves, like a five year old and a six year old, and they they travelled the world stealing stuff. And the internet the internet just went, "Huh." They did something similar, like was it the Mummy, where he had his wife and his kid and that as well? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not. Anyway, uh, it's it's all it's all been scrapped, and they've got this new guy on board, uh, director Neil Berger. He's he said that he's rewriting the script from scratch, so there's there's not going to be any any funny kids running around doing any crazy bullshit. And um, he's thinking about casting that guy from Limitless, Bradley Cooper. He was in the A Team as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, perhaps casting him, which you know I can see. He's not, he's, it wouldn't be my, it wouldn't be my, my first choice, but I, I can see that happening. Do you think it'll be like very true to the game, or it'll be like every other shitty game to movie 
films don't, ever I, been released. I it's don't got see nothing to do with the game. Yeah, I don't see why you can't get a good action movie out of Uncharted. I mean, it's cinematic enough in its own presentation for for there to be you know a lot of a lot of fertile ground there. The script's clever. You know, Nathan Drake is a very very witty character. So you know, I I could see that happening. The way that I tend to think about it is. When I think of games, I think, okay, could you take the cutscenes and could I take excerpts of the gameplay and actually take that game, so take Uncharted 2 and make an hour and a half of footage from the game that I put on a screen that will tell a story? And I think the answer to that question is probably yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you just chopped out a lot of the repetitive gunplay, which is, you know, the meat and bones of the game, but then the game's 18 hours long or whatever it is. I, you know, I think you could very easily shorten Uncharted 2 down to about an hour and a half of the cinematics and, the, you know, the cut scenes and, you know, him jumping across things and over things and buildings falling down with helicopters around it and you probably have quite a good, a good film. What an epic game it was, though. Yeah. One of my favourite games. That... It's one of, yeah. I think it's one of the best games of the generation, actually. Definitely. The generation. But I must confess, I haven't played the first one. I played the second one and went back to the first one, and unfortunately, um, it doesn't. It's still a good game, but it's not the second one by any, by any no. way, shape, or form. So, so do you think the third one was gonna be as good? If I not think better? the third is gonna be exceptionally good. I've read a lot of the articles about it and some of the technology that they're using and, and stuff cool. like that, and um, it's gonna be awesome. Well, okay, so while we're we're just tangenting on the third one here i did read quite an interesting article i think it was yesterday or the day before about their choice their specific choice not to use the motion capture technology that la1 used for the facial recognition right so they made a concerted choice not to do that and the reason they said that is because the way they currently make these uncharted games they actually have all of the voice actors on the set and they block it out. They go through the scene. Right. And for that reason, they, have, they kind of have the choice of a number of performances. And they can stitch them together. Do you know what I mean? They can take a little bit from here and a little bit from there. And you don't lock yourself into one take, as it were. A bit like our podcasts. A bit like our podcasts. <laughs> exactly, mate. I, I, need to, I spend every week just, just editing out dozens and dozens of minutes of your awesomeness so that I can I cannot look like a complete turd wow. uh, like we need to be on a level and I can't let your charm overweigh me overshine me you're only so, human mate yeah I'm only human you know <laughs> Jesus Christ if that, if that if that bulge in your in your trouser leg is anything to go by mate you're a superhuman <laughs> yeah I find that quite an interesting little tidbit about you know the Uncharted 3 an instance where they've not they've chosen not to take the most up to date technology which is cool yeah I think because I think it'd be pigeonholed if it did because it'd be more like oh you should see the face recognition instead of, I think it'd take the focus off the action well I think well. one of the things about Uncharted as well is, is a lot of it does come down to like I said the cinematics and how Drake moves and one of the downsides of that motion capture technology which is used in L.A. Noire is you, your, fe- your face has to be completely still so I haven't played the game. You have. Perhaps you can give me your opinion on this. But I did read a lot of impressions where people said that they found it a little bit disconcerting that the yeah. face was like super realistic and then the body looked like fucking someone doing robot dancing. It did. It did. Because yeah. often you'd, you'd see that particular point when when like they're moving quite fast and it, yeah. like the body the body does look like a robot, but the face is just 
doesn't the face doesn't match the body, like you say. Yeah. That's no good. No. And they did do a little bit of stitching together as well. I think we touched on this previously because yeah. you know he'd be interrogating them and and he'd be going, "So, where's your husband then?" And the person would go, "I don't know." And you could choose an option like pursue investigation. Where's your fucking husband? Which kind of seemed a little bit random in the, in the context of the interview, but yeah, a, a good game nonetheless. I hear. Yeah, I, I certainly will pick it up at some point. Good. So. Unfortunately, we've lost the genius of Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark has. <laughs> to be fair, I think I, I might be a little bit too early in saying this. I think it's going to be fail. Uh, well, because every single film turned up from game turned to film has been a fail. There's got to be a good one in there. Can you think of one particular decent game that's been turned into a film? Um, you put me on the spot here. Let me have a think. I can think of one. Which was okay. Go on, you 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 hit me while I while I have a think about this. I thought Mortal Kombat One was alright. Mortal Kombat One was okay. Um, Street Fighter was shit. All of those Alone in the Dark was shit. Anything made by you or Bowl was shit. Silent Hill was okay. Oh yeah, it wasn't that great, was it? Ish. It wasn't. It wasn't that great. But I must say, Street Fighter Two, uh, Street Fighter the manga version was absolutely epic. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. But I love that. You have the opportunity to get it right of anime, don't you? Yes. I'm going to come back to you on this. Actually, I, I think maybe there will be a good one in there somewhere. They're, they've been talking. They've been talking about making a film adaptation of Asteroids. No. Yes. I mean, what's how? what's what's the story? Like, what what's what's going on there? <laughs> pew pew. That's all there is <laughs> to it, man. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be. That's going to be genius. Asteroids will be genius. Oh no. All right. What about Doom? I've never seen that film. No, I haven't either. I mean, I like the rock. I like watching the rock in films purely for, for like from a tongue, tongue-in-cheek oh. perspective. Oh. Although I still do say that you need to watch Southland Tales. You, 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 we had a conversation about this. You haven't seen that, have you? South. Southland Tales. Southland Tales. No, I haven't seen that. It was no. by the guy who made Donnie Darko, Richard Kelly, and it was his next film after Donnie Darko. Right. And it's got oh. the rock and Sarah Michelle Gellar in it. I do remember you saying so now? And it is epic in that film christopher lambert the highlander <laughs> is driving around in an ice cream truck full of weaponry i thought that was mulholland drive that but film no for no reason it's <laughs> never explains why christopher lambert the fucking highlander there can be only one is <laughs> driving around in an ice cream van full of rocket launchers like okay okay <laughs> Sounds like a scene from Saints Row. And at the end of the game, he's he steals a cash point out of the wall with his. He ties it with a train and. Oh God! And then the ice cream van floats in the sky. You I need think... to you need to see this film, mate. It's it's epic. It's got some epic epic lines. I'm just on Amazon now, mate. Hang on. Have, <laughs> have, have, see have if a, I can find it. <laughs> have a little look at that germ. Definitely, definitely. Have you, have you thought of a, a game? No, I was I was gonna I was gonna Google it and pretend that I'd thought of something, but I can't be yeah, bothered. Yeah, that's my point, mate. It'll yeah. be a fail. Uncharted I couldn't, I couldn't be bothered now. <laughs> All right, I think that story is is well and truly freshed up, wrapped up. I think so. All right, should we move on to our next one? Yes. All right. Well, since we're talking about films at the moment, Kirk, and I do believe that that segment went quite nicely off the rails again. Yes, uh, a little, a little bit like. Do you remember the end of uh, Raiders? No, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Now, which one is it where they're they're fighting 
underground in the mines and he's on the mine cart. Yeah, Temple of Doom, yeah. Isn't it? Temple of Doom and that was, yeah, off the rails, mate, just like oh, that. No, Shiba. Oh no, Shiba. Oh no, Shiba. <laughs> Dude in the cage get loaded into the lava. Exactly. <laughs> what did oh no Shiba mean? Oh my god, oh my god. I've got no idea. But anyway, oh, no. raining it back in. <laughs> you haven't recorded this, have you? Yes, I have. Oh shit. The the president of Epic Games, Mike caps has got something interesting to say about movies and cheap apps and what they're doing to traditional traditional games why don't you tell us a little bit about that mr monarchus well apparently um cheap apps and movies are killing the uh, traditional games which i think is a bit hypocritical from epic themselves because they're releasing apps on on the iphone so plus yeah i see what i see exactly what you mean yeah, so the, the, the saying that it's bad because it's killing the bigger bigger quality of games, but at the same time they're still releasing their own apps. So mm-hmm. it's see this this is a little bit of a theme to all the stories that that we well quite a few of the stories that we discussed in over the last few weeks, and what it seems to what it seems to how I interpret it, Kirk, is that we have less and less time for standalone gaming experiences because basically what what he says in this article is social games are bite-sized and you know films are kind of bite-sized in, comp- in comparison to a to a traditional you know standalone 50 pound 40 pound video game and he's saying that you know people's lives in this day and age it's more convenient for them to have an iPhone or, or another type of device like that where they can just pick up and play, whether that be you know, on the way to the office or just traveling generally or if they yeah. get a few minutes when they're not doing something at home. And you know, that, that seems to be the gist of it. What, what do you think about that? I, th- I can see his point, like, because that's the way things are going at the moment because everyone's got an iPhone, everyone's got a mobile phone with apps and games on them. Mm-hmm. And it's you see a lot of people at bus stops on on buses and that, which I can see the what he's trying to say because it's it's easier, isn't it? Than well, people like you say he's got you got more time to do things like that than sit down and play on a on full game, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can see what he's saying, but I don't know if it's it's causing damage to the bigger retailers. I don't know. If we just, uh, I'm just going to read out a little bit of the quote that he said, and hopefully, hopefully Emperor Bowie will, uh, will, will remain in his current location and, and not visit us through, through my body. Um, okay. I think the biggest competi- competition for, for Shadow Complex, which was their game, which was an excellent one, was Netflix, says Caps, referring to the company's first foray into Xbox Live Arcade. He says the title's main problem wasn't the big names of download gaming like Castle Crashes or Limbo. If you fired up your dashboard right there, if you already bought Netflix, for, for US people obviously, you have tons and tons of awesome content that's bite-sized in 1.5 to 2 hour chunks. So that was our competition. By that same token, he says, if you think about what many people are doing, if you have 30 minutes to game, what am I going to play? That time more and more gets taken up with mobile games. And I think that's, you know, I think that's, I think that's quite fair. Yeah, it's quite fair. I think that's quite fair. Last what week... What is ne- Sorry, go on. Netflix. What is Netflix? Netflix is uh, streaming, so it streams films. Right. 
So we've got we've got Love Film here, which you can do a little bit of streaming on on the PlayStation Three. I, I use that I use that service myself. But Netflix in America, they've got they've got more or less everything on it. You know, all your TV shows, all all your videos, and you just stream it directly to your Xbox. Right. Oh, and, and every, it's on every device actually now, even fucking mobile phones. Who would want to watch a film on a mobile phone? You need a decent pair of glasses, I suppose. Well, you've got one, so why don't you? Why don't you head over and take your HD, <laughs> take take your take your HDIs? I'm like Parker, mate. As soon as I take these glasses off, I'm fucking Michael Parker. Film, oh, I fucked that up. I'm not even gonna edit that out. <laughs> Bollocks. All right, so back on topic. Um, but what what happens? What happens to big budget games, Kirk? What happens to big budget games? Well, I hope they carry on because well, if people stop buying them. Well, it's not going to happen, is it? Well, the hardcore certainly will stick with traditional gaming, but is the hardcore enough to finance these games? You know, these 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 tens and tens of millions of dollar games that take a year and a half to two and a half years to make. I don't know the answer to the question, but I'm trying to find an answer to that as well. But yeah, I, I think it's it's probably a question a lot of people are thinking about. You know, obviously they're worried. You know, the president of Epic Games is talking about it. He's not, he's just one of many at this at this point. Mm. But but like they've they've brought out like a few uh, games on 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 the apps. I mean, Infinity Blade was brilliant. Yeah, it's good. I still play that now. It's brilliant and. And they still update it as well. They yeah. put additional content in there not too long ago. And to be fair as well, it, it wasn't a cheap 59p one. It was about, I think it was £3.50. I think it might be less than that now. But but like you say, they keep updating it, which gives it a bit more replay value. But it was a bit short, because all you do is go, go through the same levels over and over, mm. just on a different bloodline. But mm. So, but, you know, £3.50 is still a lot less than 50 quid, mate, 40 quid. Definitely. Definitely, but you know, that's what I was just finding it a bit difficult to see what he was trying to say because one 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 hand he's saying apps and cheap games are killing the 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 bigger like you say uh, the bigger retail games yeah smaller apps but at the same time on the other hand he's releasing these apps that are doing the damage so I can't really see what he's trying to play at all yeah like. That's my only gripe with this situation. Mm. Mate, I'm looking at our show notes and it says it says a high-level play and one other person is viewing it. So there, there's a third person here looking at the show notes somewhere. Is it? That's interesting. Let me have a look. You've, you've got it open in two windows. <laughs> it's me. Oh, I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna chop that and put that in the. Uh, put that in there. Do we think there's someone stalking us? I thought there was someone. I thought there was a third person watching it. I was like, what? <laughs> See, I told you I'm shit at computers, man. It's okay. Don't worry. All right, we're gonna jump onto our next story. And in what is completely the opposite, Mr. Kirk, is of, of bite-sized chunks of games. Bioware has come out and said, The old republic to last for decades. <laughs> Couldn't help yourself because you're there. I found <laughs> a perfect use for him. You have. You should have put this at the beginning. <laughs> so, The Old Republic, the MMO from Bioware, which has 
if reports or anything to to go by had so much money pumped into it it's absolutely unbelievable really they're planning for they're planning for this game to last for for decades for Jeez. tens of years i don't think i've ever heard any developer make a claim quite like this one so how do you think that'll work if there's new like generation of console come out are they going to going to bring it out on the next one if there's another DLC or well this is only on PC at the moment right okay I get you so I that's the thing true. so this is you know this obviously they're hoping for this to be the competition to World of Warcraft which right. dominates the scene now um, if we just have a look a little a little look at the content of the story here and this is a story from v, vg247.com so thank you vg247 um, Bioware said over the weekend that it intends to have Star Wars The Old Republic to keep going for decades. The fact it has 19 worlds, as pointed out, so it's been pointed out that it has 19 worlds at the moment. I can say that we have 19 major worlds, then we have an indeterminate number of minor worlds, he said. And our goal, obviously this being an online game, that we're hoping is gonna last for decades, we're gonna be obviously adding more to the galaxy map as the game progresses. We want to add dozens of worlds, hundreds of worlds eventually. In 2025, <laughs> we'll hopefully have 500 worlds. <laughs> so 19 worlds now, Kirk, when a game ships, and yeah. they, they hope to have 500 at some point. Right, so when's this game out? It's out uh, this the end of this year, so Christmas. Right. Yeah. And it's going to be extended until 2025. 2025 at least. That is crazy. I, I can't see it. I can't, I can't see it. it. I can't. But doesn't all that depend on how popular the game sells? Sure. Well, they're just closing down the previous, or they've just closed down the previous Star Wars MMO, Star Wars Galaxies, which was not as successful as they might have hoped. Right. So, so this could go down the same road then really this could do i mean you know i don't hope failure on anyone apart from you but <laughs> I uh, yeah i don't know i don't know i i just don't understand i don't understand how you how you have an infrastructure that has a project this big and keep it going do you know what i mean it must take a lot of resources definitely. like what about when all the people leave and stuff like i don't know it just it seems a bit too much in my little head but you know. so in 25 years from now Will, they have, will it be the same graphics to what it was back now? Do you reckon? Or no, I think they, have I think they overhauled. I think they overhauled it. They've, they've done something similar with World of Warcraft. Actually, they've they've, over, they've overhauled the graphics at least once on that game. Right, because I'm not obviously too familiar with the PC world. I'm sorry, but that's okay. This this uh, is interesting, though, isn't it? Just think that they're actually going to go ahead with this project until 2025. Yeah, it's ambitious. They're hoping to. I mean, the trick graphically with these MMOs, as I understand it, is to have them have like a, an interesting art style, but not something that's actually too taxing on the actual PCs themselves. Right. Because the, the better the graphics are, the less PCs that can play that game, the less subscribers you can have playing the game. Makes so, sense. Yeah, you can you can play World of Warcraft on a reasonably low end rig. So. Right. One of the interesting things they did in one of the recent World of Warcraft expansions is they they completely they completely redid all of the all of the environments, all of the areas, and they did it in such a way. And I I still have trouble getting my head around this. So that if two players are in different phases of quests or different levels of character, 
they will actually see different things standing next to each other looking at the same thing, if that makes sense. It hurt my head a little bit. Because so let, let's say character A, let's say uh, D-Dog, yeah, 2-Dog, is yeah. in the middle of a quest. And at some point during that quest, a village has been burnt down. And yeah. I've, I've gone to find the people who burnt down the village. And there's a person B, Kirkus, he hasn't started that quest yet. So if we're both standing looking at that village, I will right. see it all destroyed and broken and busted, and you will just see it as normal. No way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's quite cool. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? That is nuts. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Didn't they introduce water as well to that latest update? Yeah, they, they or, had some water races or something like that. Or am I a bit behind there? No, that's, I think that was the most recent update. Water. Mm. Which you thought had been in it from the start, or thought about. Well, you used to be able to do this thing in Star Wars Galaxies, the one that just got cancelled before this one. Where did you play that? I didn't, but my mate played it, and um, yeah. I saw I saw some videos actually. I saw some cool as fuck videos where, uh, so you could play Jedi or bounty hunters or some cool. other other races as well. But most people went for Jedi's or bounty hunters, and if you were a bounty hunter, you could you could have the location of one Jedi and you could track him, <laughs> and this one bounty hunter tracked this jedi to this one place and then he, he put out a call across a network and and loads and loads of bounty hunters came and um and the jedi fucking he fucked them all the <laughs> no way all up he, he, he must have killed about 25 jedi uh, <laughs> bounty hunters the video cool. was epic Ace. but you, you could you know those games are broken as well like all open world games are you could do this thing where if you were once again, if you were a Jedi getting hunted by bounty hunters, you could go and stand in the lake, and they couldn't get in the lake, so you just stood in the lake until your until your backup arrived, or until the other guys get bored of waiting. <laughs> yeah, or, or that, and then you could just log out. <laughs> log out. Yeah. So you know they had their own problems, but I'll be interested to see how the Old Republic does. Uh, it's, I think it could be. It could be quite addictive, and I've got quite an addictive personality. If I got onto those World of Warcraft or this kind of game, I think I'd be stuck on it. Yeah. I think I'd lose my job, my house. <laughs> it, happens, mate. it happens. Yeah, I bet it does. There's also another really, really hilarious video. Maybe I'll put some some links up. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Mate, you, you've you've got you've got it open in another window as well. So now there's three people, four people looking at there. I don't uh, know. How. <laughs> the show notes, but that's fine. Um, there's another video where this girl goes to her boyfriend's computer when he goes out for a fair break and deletes all of his World of Warcraft characters. <laughs> does she know what she's doing? Or yeah, she yeah, she does, it? yeah. And she goes like, you know, she's going like, this is for the time he didn't take me to dinner, and this is for the time... And he comes back in, and just watching his reaction, as first, <laughs> as, as first he thinks it's like a technical fault, Oh, does she film it secretly? Like? Yeah, yeah, she secretly films it. Like, and first he thinks it's a, a technical fault, and um, he's he's like looking and he's he's like typing and he's getting a bit mad. And then when he realizes all the characters are gone, he smashes his computer up. No, yes, it's sad, man. It's a bit much, isn't it? It is a bit. Yeah, she's deleting him. She goes, "That that's his level forty-two mage." I know he really likes that one. Delete. Jeez. <laughs> what a sweet girlfriend, eh? Ah, oh, but she didn't last very long. Yeah, well, I, I I would I would have got out or got out got out of play when I when I when I put that YouTube video up. <laughs> Sounds cool. 
All right, we've got some few other news items here, but I think we should just uh, we should just get on. I don't want to I don't want to overstay my time in the Emperor's domain. You never no. know how many times he might visit us. That's so it. I think we'll take a short intermission. I'll put some music up from the Freesound Project, details of which can be found on the actual podcast itself if you just scroll down on your iPods or Zoom. And then when we come back, we will have a little talk about what we've been playing. Sound sound good? Sounds good to me, mate. All right. See you in a few minutes. The same curve and those might have hers Just like the last line you draw to remind a past I'm a fast minded feeling of freedom Please you be recognized And I can hear doctors calling from here to say Alright, welcome back all It's at this part in our show In the playcast, as we've lovingly called it That we discuss what we've been playing Kirk, I think you have probably done A little bit more new playing than me this week I've, I've finished up some stuff which I'll talk about in due course But why don't you okay. tell us about what you've been playing this week I've been playing uh, Call, Call of Juarez, I think it's pronounced. Um, or Juarez or something, I can't pronounce it. Anyway, Juan. it's... Uh, Juan Dolio, the legend. Juan Dolio. Juan Dolio. But I, sh- I should have played the... Uh, I think it's the third game in the series. I should have played the first two. Apparently the first two were set in the old Western times, a bit like uh, Red Dead, but it's been brought up to date in... Like modern times with cars and obviously said the horses and uh, it's a pretty crappy game really. To be fair, they've really? tried to they've tried to copy like um, Left 4 Dead, you know, like cooperative, mm. but instead of four, obviously it's three. But um, there's a few nice touches they should have done a bit better. But it was just the graphics are dated, uh, very buggy. It keeps oh, it's terrible, terrible face. You know, like the faces and that the way they're talking and the eyes don't anyway this is terrible but there's some nice touch I can point out there's like because each one of them is supposed to be police officers they're uh, a bit corrupt so as police walk... officers tend to be okay <laughs> if you're uh, if you're doing it cooperatively online trying to do a mission if uh, if you spot like a mobile phone you can actually pinch it to get more XP mm. but uh, what else you got to be careful as if the other two aren't watching you so you get more points for getting it undetected yeah. and if you get detected you obviously lose points which is alright mm. it's a bit of a pointless thing to put in there but I just found it very buggy and it not much replay value at all I probably uh, wouldn't be playing it again I, s- I saw it on your um I saw it on your uh, on your you know playing online looking looking at the friends on the Xbox and for a second, I thought it was Call of Duty, like with a J instead of D. <laughs> Call of Duty, as pronounced by by a Cockney man. I brought it from the market on the weekend, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, like like Redock. I knew someone had a pair of Redock when I was younger. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Redock. Yeah, and a pair of a uh, uh, Mikes. Mikes. Mikes instead of Nikes. Yeah, I saw it on there. I did raise my eyebrow a little bit, and I was thinking, "What shit is Kirk is playing today?" Uh, I I do try and you know get a few games I haven't played before, and it was just it was new out last Friday. It was okay because so I, I did also it. think it was uh, it was a kind of a wiki 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 wild wild west type thing, but obviously because the first two were yeah, but this so, one is up to date with like cars and 
obviously it's uh, LAP, LAPD and no no what? horse no horses then no no it's it's all about drug car- uh, cartels and things it's just uh, it's just a bit of a pointless game really very very stupid they should, a lot of people are saying they should have just stuck to what they they did in the first two and have mm-hmm. it in the old western times instead of bringing it forward it's kind of the levering of a you know of a of an IP of a brand to try and get more people in isn't it it's, yeah. e- it's easier to slap that name onto an existing game than develop something completely new and get it off the ground, I guess. But apparently, that was—I think—that was the more of a draw to the first two. That it was in old Western times. I mean, I, th- I think the uh, more modern-day shooters are a bit—it's a bit saturated that market, isn't it? You know, yeah. modern-day shooters—it's all set in either New York or some uh, urban setting. But mm. you know, with, you've only got like. Red Dead and Cole Juarez. I can't. I everyone's laughing at me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Juan Dolio. The Juan Dolio. The Legend of Love. Yeah, but um, I'd, I'd probably, if I was to give it a marks out of ten, I'd probably give it about a two. Okay, if you had to give it out of five, I'd give it a one. A one out of five. I'm finding myself leaning towards the the five star rating system, like over the ten, because the five star rating system kind of makes you it kind of makes you have to make a decision. Mm. Whereas with the 10 star, you can kind of get away of making a bit of a fake decision. Do you know what I mean? Like a seven, uh, you know, but five star, it's, it's either, you know, it's either two stars or three stars. You have to call it. You have to make that decision for an average I'll, game. I'll give it a one. You give it a one out of five. But the only thing I can say, another little uh, positive out of it, that the achievements are easy to unlock. So that's the only reason I, I started playing it. Yeah, the first fifteen minutes I was bored, but I thought, and I've looked through the achievement list, and they were easy so far. I'll just do a bit of score whoring. <laughs> no <laughs> that's doubt, what I did. yeah, no doubt they. Uh, I, I, you know, I might be cynical here, but I think a lot of people put that in on purpose. You know, a lot of developers just to, yeah. so word gets around. Like Avatar: The Last Airbender, you can get all of those points in about thirty seconds. Crazy. It's been, you know, it's been a, t- a top rental for quite a lot of people for quite. I bet it has. Yeah. I bet it has. Okay, so no good then. Avoid it. No. Avoid it, guys. Don't, Avoid it. don't even You've got try it. Kirkus's official stamp of approval there. I rented it and I'm glad I did. I say that every week, don't I? I can't, I can't think of a game that I've actually brought that I liked. Apart from Deadly I... Premonition. Oh, man. God, I'm glad I didn't buy that. Oh, you cheeky beggar. You absolute toff. You still owe me a fiver for that. Pish posh. Terrible. I might set up a PayPal so you can give me that five pound. <laughs> nice. I like it. If you can get PayPal working, mate, I'll put some money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take that as a challenge if you want. So, uh, what have you been finishing off then, mate? So, I wrapped up Shadows of the Damned. Ooh. And um, I didn't have quite the twist ending that I thought it was going to have. Still enjoyed it, but you know. Just coming back to the main headlines that we discussed last week, it is inventive and it is clever. And I do like what clever from a juvenile perspective. It's clever juvenilism, I guess. Um, it wasn't done badly, though, was it? Yeah, it wasn't done badly. Bad points, it is pretty linear. Uh, it is pretty short. And the environments, they're not very memorable, to be honest. I think if I was rating it now, Kirk, I'd, I probably would have given it a four out of five previously. But now I've finished it, I'd, I'd probably bump that to a three. I think. Would you really? Yeah, the, it's 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 outstayed its welcome. I think as short as it was, interesting experience. But I think they could have done something. They could have done something a bit more of that, to be honest. Did, did I say something in last week's about this game about the um, achievement where you have to? Because I say I completed it on medium. 
Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, they're not stacked. We we, we did touch upon did we, that. Did we mention that last week? Yeah, that's, that's no good. I don't know how you design achievements and have them unstacked. Did, did you different. notice that? I did, yeah. I was waiting for all the pops at the end, but no. it was not to be. Not to be, mate. They've done that wrong. Because I don't think... Probably that gives it a little bit more replay value, but I can't... It's a good enough game, but like, there's not enough replay value in that game. Another, another one of the things that they really missed, which is confusing quite a lot of people in the community, is there's no new game plus option. So do you know when you finish a lot of these games where they have upgrade systems like this, you get the opportunity to pay for it again? Yeah. Like, and pull your character across with, with the existing weaponry he's got and maybe switch up the gameplay a little bit, make it a little bit more different. But yeah. no new game plus option, you know. And that's for a game that's a single player game, I think at this point you have to be thinking very carefully about how you get players to come back. And also but, pick picking up on the point which you said before is it's a guy, the guy from Resident Evil series was in, involved in this game. Exactly. He brought in like Mr. Tofu and Resident Evil 2, the replay value. In the yeah, games. exactly. There was, was loads, annoying. loads of replay, replay value um, in in the Resident Evil games, especially. So. You'd have thought he'd have been. You would have thought. Never mind. But, yeah, I think his uh, involvement in the game was probably overshadowed by by Suda 51, the the crazy dude. But that might be a, a conversation for another day. Yep. All right. You Portal 2. You, you were getting 2? on. You were getting on with that last time. Yeah, I think. Don't think I've played any much. Well, much more after we last spoke. To be honest, yeah, I had to take that back. But all in all, I thought it was a good game. It really was a good game. You came away with some favourable impressions. Yeah, I did. A bit difficult, and it wasn't too good with a hangover, like we said. But yeah. it's definitely uh, brought some good uh, thoughts to mind. Really good. Yeah, I do think fondly of that game, particularly you know the writing and the characters and stuff. I really, really like Stephen Merchant as uh, as Wheatley. I thought that was very, very clever. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know if I don't know if you got towards the end of the game, but he he started designing the test chambers because they ran out of test chambers that Glados had invented, and <laughs> some of the stuff he comes up with is absolutely ridiculous. Nice. It's absolutely ridiculous. It might be worth actually YouTubing at some point. You know? I might just do that, man. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Anything else you've been uh, playing, mate, or wrapped up? I also completed uh, Child of Eden. Oh, dear. Um, which, you know, I f- it's not a very long game, but I found that I kept having to have breaks because it's very, very intense. You play that for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, and then you need to go and have <laughs> a quiet sob in the corner. To <laughs> Rocking back and forth. Yeah, right? try and wait for your eyes to, um, to, to readjust to the normal planes of reality. So yeah, I beat it. I rescued Internet Girl. Um, the game's got some very, very interesting stuff going on. It's probably worth a rent for you, Kirk. If you, you know, I might just do that, man. If you feel so inclined, um, some very different environments, which which I do like. So each environment was was significantly different from the last. Um, some very, very good music, and um, some collectibles to collect as well. So I might I might go back and have a have another little bash at that. But so there's some replay value in it. Yeah, right? some replay value in it, definitely definitely some replay value and it's got leaderboards as well so for each stage you beat you get marked you get ranked so you get either one star or or up to five stars so you can compare yourself against your friends if you have any well and uh see how you see how you're doing cool so what 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 star did you give that last week do you remember um i think i gave it i gave it a seven 
Seven C, you're teetering on, on yeah, the fence. Yeah, see, this, this is why. This is why you can't use ten because it's too easy to sit on the fence. So I'll, I'll say three. I'll say that's a three-star game. Three. Okay. Uh, it, it may have been. It may have been a, a four at some point, but you know, that was not to be. Looks. It looks a bit uh, peculiar game, really. I don't know if it's my cup of tea, but I might give it a rent. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> go, you can't go wrong for a fiver. Well, I heard that before. Man. I will, I've been so I will disappointed in my life. assure you that there's a reasonably good chance that Francis York Morgan is not in this game. No. Okay. I will, I, I will, he's probably not in in Child of Eden, but you no. can't you can't tell me off if he is. No. But I've also got a DVD which you've asked me to to watch as well, which I've brought, and I haven't watched it yet. So you might be owing me a lot more money. Uh, which one was that? You told me to buy Mulholland Drive. Oh, yeah, yeah. You haven't watched that yet? I haven't watched it yet, because after playing that game you suggested me to play, mm. I'm, I'm actually uh, trying to find the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're, you're going to either adore Mulholland Drive, or you're going to think it's the worst piece of shit since, I don't know, Sesame Street. I'll be the judge of that. Yes, you will be. Cookie, <laughs> cookie. <laughs> so, uh, hey, bro. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so, what will you be playing in the next, well, during this week or in the near future? Well, I've got Alice Madness Returns, which I kind of had a little play with when I bought it, but it didn't it didn't grab me as much as as much as I hoped it might. But um, there are there are a couple of things actually. Um, Front Dust is out tomorrow, isn't it? Can't wait. I've been waiting yeah. for this title for a few months now. Since you, I you, first... you turned me on to that. Yeah, it's so... got. I've... It's got to be worth a buy. It looks brilliant. It's 1,200, is it? Yep. Right, I might give that a look. I've got some points in the system anyway, so I might have a little look at that. Um, I think Catherine is out as well now. That's, that's another Xbox Live game, isn't it? No, Catherine's a retail game. Oh, I'm getting mixed up. There's another game that's coming out soon on the Xbox called Amy. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh. It's it's a bit like um, Silent Hill, I think, but you got to guide this girl through levels or something I, I only briefly read up on it so that's why i was getting mixed up two female names that's why yeah. sorry that's okay well I, I might have a look at amy and see what it's like catherine on the other hand is uh it's made by atlas the you know published by atlas the guys who make the persona games you know those japanese rpgs yeah and it's a game that's been come over from Japan and, and translated and localized and stuff and it's uh it, it's like a romance simulation with a puzzle game inside it Cool. So there's these really, really lush cutscenes, like anime-style cutscenes, where you know you play this guy who's falling in love with this with this woman, Catherine, and the more he falls in love, the bizarrer the dreams he has become. And you know, when you go into Dreamland, that's when the gameplay starts, and you have to climb up these these ever-changing series of blocks. So it's kind of like a puzzle game in a certain respect. You have to pull and pull and push the blocks around. And then climb up them before the creature, the creatures at the bottom of the screen get to you. So you know the screen is slowly rising, and cool. you have to make sure that you're climbing faster than the screen's rising. So, so is that a retail game or a that will be arcade. a retail game? And I think that's out today. I think it's out today. Right. So that may not be entirely true, but yeah, that's definitely one that I've got on my on my, on my radar. Mm. I, I think there's another one. Definitely the one that needs mentioning that you definitely turn, that you turn me on to is uh dead island i am so looking forward to this title so it, looking forward. it looks kind of crazy it looks amazing 
It looks kind of crazy. I mean, that that trailer obviously is cinematic, but um, it really it really does a good job of setting the scene for what's going on there. It's actually I found it. I actually find it quite moving watching that, which I don't often get. Mm. And I think I mentioned to you as well that you know the the you know the bulk of the trailer is is a girl getting chased, and it's kind of the way they've done it is quite clever. It, there's lots of backwards and forwards stuff, and you always have to be really careful when you involve children in any of that type of stuff because it's very, very easy to just step into bad taste. And once you do that, you've completely lost your audience. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. But I thought they they uh, they transitioned that particular problem quite well, actually. And they stayed right on the side of moving and, and troubling, but not stepping into bad taste at all. Mm, definitely. So it's, it's, a, it's a game, isn't it? More or less like uh, Borderlands, but with zombies. Yeah, it's, it looks like a cross between between Borderlands and um, and Left, Left Dead, Dead, to be honest. Definitely. Yeah, the footage I saw was only one play one player playing, but apparently you can have up to four people. And it's drop in, drop out as well, which is sounds cool as well. Yeah, there's no excuse not to be in this day and age, but you know, no. that doesn't mean that every game is. <clears throat> yeah, so that's definitely worth purchase that one. And it's got vehicle sections, and you know, it looks like a lot more. Of an expansive game than than Left 4 Dead, so kind of you know, kind of like Borderlands. I guess you're right. That might be a closer a, a closer comparison actually. But oh, that'd be quite cool thinking about it because you could be like driving. I could jump out and blow the car up as you go down the road. You could do that. You could, <laughs> you could exactly do that. Just like the olden days with their Left 4 Dead, when we used to try oh, and oh gosh, drop you, oh, gosh, <laughs> and then jump an helicopter and leave you on top of the no mercy hospital Fucker. oh man that was I, funny that and i got you back by giving you deadly premonition so you did well, I, at least i didn't target your wallet you did it quite badly with me i think i've made my point you completely did. clear Definitely. i wonder how they're going to manage kirk because the problem with borderlands was that you had to go into someone's game and there was a lot of there was a lot of issues around what level you were versus yeah. what level the other person was and where they were on the actual world maps and i know a lot of people had you know five six seven eight nine characters on the go at one time that were various different levels yeah so they knew that they could you know at any point they could jump in with you know someone one of their friends who might have just got the game or another one of their friends who'd been playing it for quite some time so i you know if so it's not entirely clear, actually, from looking at the game, if there's persistent upgrade paths. Well, they haven't given much away, really. Have they? They've been quite tight-lipped about the, um, like, the cooperative part of it. But... Yeah, there certainly is loot, but whether that actually translates into persistent upgrades, you know, so that a character might be a different level significantly to another another character, it doesn't appear to me to be exactly clear. Another thing I've read a lot about is that the fact that the guns, there is guns in it, but very, very few. They try to take the focus away from guns. It's more or less trying to find anything you can use to get through the, the island. You can use, like, paddles. Try and, but I think they've stolen little ideas from Dead Rising where you can modify your weaponry and make them a bit more uh, lethal. But well, let's, let's hope they haven't borrowed the save system from Dead Rising. Oh, no, no, I hope not to. Because <laughs> that, that was quite peculiar indeed. That was broken. It kind of heightens the tension, isn't it, having, having to resort to melee weapons and sort of Definitely. homemade stuff. So That's how zombie games should be, I think. I can see that. I can definitely see Up that. Up close and personal. Exactly. Get the, get the brains... Out. <laughs> I want, smear it. I want. I want. Hang on. That's a, that's that's going a bit far. I want. I want the brains. 
smeared in my face. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, so those those are the biggies for me. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. So hopefully tomorrow I'll be playing from dust. Can't wait, and I'll be able to tell you guys where it's like next week. Good stuff. Well, I'm I'm off work, so I might I might have a look at that in the morning. I'm waiting for some, as well. Waiting for uh, some workmen to turn up actually to do some work on the house, but hopefully I won't be disturbed. Nope. All right, I think with that, Kurt, we're about ready right to then. sign off. What do you think? I think so, mate. All right. Well, it was been nice speaking to you, mate. As usual. Same with you, man. We'll pick up next week and let everyone know Definitely. who we are. Definitely. All right. Cool. Take care. Take care, guys. Bye bye. tell you about my big idea i want to hear your big idea you're 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 being suspiciously quiet about your big idea it's just came to me as i was working today i thought oh you do realize i've recorded this don't you oh you haven't recorded mate there is outtakes galore idea i I like it it's a good idea that was my big all right should we uh should we attempt to do this in a in a manner Right. Which is... Get, what are you doing? Get out of it. Start the podcast. Oh, the podcast has started, thank you very much. Yeah, no. Uh, no. Alright, you, you read the first news item. <laughs> That's not the news item. Can I have a cup of tea, please? Thank you. Cheeky bitch. Are you scared her off? Yeah. <laughs> Called her bluff. But tell her to read out the first item. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's going in the outtakes as well. Cool. Um, all right, so we'll start with Freddy Krueger in Mortal Kombat DLC, and we'll try and do this in a manner which is not of two drunkards on a Sunday morning. We can barely string a sentence together. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. All right, cool. We might as well just hit it from the top again. Uh, Ready? Ready when you are. Alright, three. Hang on, let me just make sure this is recording. Um, Have a go! That went went off the rails, mate. (laughs) I don't know if people were going to react good or badly to me just fucking interrupting a story to do an Emperor impression. What do you think? (laughs) You had to get it in sometime, didn't you? I was thinking, when is a meaningful time for me to fucking get that in there? <laughs> and there was none, so I just... Uh, just squeezed it in. Just, I, just, I just squeezed it in. It takes doors. Yeah. <laughs> Shut locked in the bedroom. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> what, 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 what was the damage when you got back? Uh, just bed sheets all over the floor, hair all over the mattress. I hate that. You see, I hate dogs being in bedrooms and that. So. Mm. I hope you don't have too much experience of dogs being in bedrooms, if I'm completely honest. But mm. 
as long as you're not recording, I can't say much about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm go- I'm gonna um, I'm gonna let you listen to the outtakes with a sense of trepidation <laughs> this this week, Kirkus. I think. Okay, should we should we jump on with what you've been playing? I'm trying to think what I've been playing. So you can talk yeah. about Call of Warriors. You can tell us a bit about that. Okay, I'll tell you, tell you one. That's the only game I've been playing that's new anyway. All right, so you can you can spend some time on it. Okay. 